Hi, Beirut Buzzers. Today's episode is so special. We're going to be talking about a Lebanese movie, Death of a Virgin and the Sin of Not Living, Amal Tiji. Uh, it's a new Lebanese indie film that made headlines worldwide and is now showing in all Lebanese cinemas. Joining me on this conversation are the producers Cristel Younes and Ren Saman from B uh, on Set Production and the director Georges Barbari, who will be introducing you um, to the movie and uh, to themselves as well. Um, hi, guys. Hi, Lynn. Thank you for man. having us. Thanks for having I'm us. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you, honestly. I watched the movie and for so many reasons <laughs> um, we're going to talk about بعد شوي. But قبل ما نحكي عن movie, حابة هيك الواحد منكم يعرفنا على حاله بجملة صغيرة. Maybe we can start with Christelle. Uh, hey everyone, so this is Christelle, I'm the executive producer uh, on the film, the executive creative producer and the co-founder of Beyond Set Productions. This is our first maybe as uh, uh, this is our first film as producers. Um, we've blind produced other projects before, but this is like a very special one for us. We are super excited to be screening the film in Lebanon uh, in all cinemas because we do believe in the power of watching the film on a huge screen. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's also available uh, to be purchased on iTunes and Google Play for uh, all the people who are listening to us and who live abroad. And we can't wait to hear your feedback, honestly. Perfect. Um, Ren? So, hi, everyone. It's uh, Ren Saman, uh, co-founder of uh, Beyond Set Productions and executive producer on this beautiful gem. Uh, some things you uh, guys would want to know about me is um, I like to make movies that speak to human beings and I will do that forever. So proud of the film we have and can't wait to hear everybody's feedback. Um, and um, it's all across Lebanon. It's on iTunes and it's on Google Play. And I cannot really wait to hear a person's point of view when they watch it. Well, actually, the director, Josh. Hello. So first, Lynn, thank you so much for having us on the show. Uh, we're super excited to be a part of this. And to get this opportunity to talk about this film. So this is my first film as a, as a writer-director, my first feature film. And uh, it's kind of been in the process for, I'd say, seven years. I wrote it seven years ago, the first draft of the script. And then I spent about uh, four years trying to get funding for the film. 
uh, which never came through. But the whole time I was working with my actors, for non-actors, for boys, young men. Uh, and then eventually I met Ren and Kistel and they, luckily for me, they fell in love with the script and with the actors and they believed in the film and on and uh, this is what happened. We made, we made the film for nothing. Uh, we made the film with no money. Uh, eventually the film got accepted into the Berlin Film Festival, which is huge. And after that, we just been touring with the film and it's been winning awards and people have been loving it and the reaction has been incredible and I'm just uh, so happy that now we're here releasing the film in Lebanon uh, in theaters which is the most special thing for me because people you know in a cinema is so important I feel and after COVID and everything that's happened I feel it's, it's nice to slowly get back into that and uh, yeah we're just super excited for this next step. Um, so, hello, بعد ما تعرفنا عليكم, um, I'm gonna tell you why كتير فشل لخلق الموفي وأكيد كتير عالم اللي حضروه. Um, first of all, it's it's a non-commercial movie and it deals with male sexuality, which is um, an underexplored topic. إذا بدنا نقول in movies in general and even more in Arab films, um, it really opens up a conversation on male sexuality. Um, can George, would you like to, to um, tell us what the story is about? Akid, so the film is about four boys who go to a prostitute for the first time, but that's the surface. Uh, the layer beneath talks about uh, everything that we're going in Lebanon in terms of like all the suppression we're facing uh, as we can't express ourselves. Duality, we have to. Uh, conform to the norms that were set for us by the generations before uh, and all the issues we face on the day-to-day like all the bullshit we face and it's the taboos that you know have been governing us for such a long time here uh, so that's kind of basically in a nutshell what the film is about mm-hmm. and um, so uh, Christelle and Ren, um, how did you cross paths with Georges? Now I want to talk a little bit about my own experience with George, which is a bit hicky. Uh, while I was in university, I was producing a short film, George Can I Be a short film can kind of be on Arba Shabib Rahim, the first time he did sex with someone. And I went to the day and I went to the day. And after that, I had a call from Crystal to tell me George Barbary Cynthia, our third partner in the company. She's casting, the casting director at our company. She's casting for his short. But she got very interested in who he is. And he has a feature. Do you guys want to sit with him? So Kiki, you can take it from there. So yeah, actually, this is what happened. We met him and uh, it was, uh, he has an amazing energy, honestly. And it was very easy for him uh, to grab our attention from the first moment he, sp- uh, he started to speak about the film. He was so passionate about it. And then he had a proof of concept, something that he shot with his phone that shows a lot of dedication from his crew, uh, from his actors. And from it was very obvious to us that this guy has something very specific 
uh, to offer and which is something that we haven't seen in, in Lebanese cinema and in Arab cinema. It's been a long time. So it was really not hard for him to convince us that this project has to see the light and that um, we have to do everything that we can uh, to make it possible. And this is why Ren and I we are going to set a date because the actors, uh, I mean, have been practicing for the past five years. They're already five years older and we can't, I mean, time is uh, playing against us. So we have to set a time and just shoot it. And this is what happened. So, um, I mean, all the PR that George has, has and myself, we were able to gather everyone for free, just believing in the script and knowing that this is this. I mean, we knew from the first moment that this film was gonna make it to big festivals. It was very obvious, you know, when you feel something, and it, yeah. yeah, it feels right. Um, so the actors from George how did you meet the actors? previous acting experience, How did you train them? acting experience? سو انا احنا شباب من انا من الباترون هن شباب صغار من الباترون اصغر مني وشباب بعرفهم يعني بتضل تلاقي فيهم على الطريق وبتعرف الباترون از سمول تاون سو ايفري بادي نوز ايفري بادي سو وين اي نيو اي وانت تو ميك ذس فيلم اند اي واز رايتنج ذا سكريبت اي كايند اوف هاد ذا تايب اوف بيرسون ان مايند اند ايفينشولي اي ستارتد لايك اي مين جست ووكينج اراوند باترون ان اواي اند and trying to find these actors and eventually I found all four of them based on the characters that I was writing for the film. older guy, the cool guy, you know, they look up to me, so... دغري قالوا ايه وانا قلت لهم يلا انه سنه بنكون مصورين الفيلم وخلص وبيطلع السينما وهيك اكيد بعد اربع سنين كان بعد ما عملنا شيء بس هن ضلوا مامنين فيي وضلوا معي اند ذا هول تايم وي وير وي وير براكتسينج وير ريهرسينج ذا سينز بيكوز ذي فيري ديفيكولت سينز از يو سو ان ذا فيلم اتس لونج تيكس سو ذس از فيري هارد تو بول اوف ان تيرمينج ان يو نو ميمورايزينج ذا سكريبت اند جيتينج ثينجز رايت سو سو هيك صار وهن كيف تقبلوا التمثيل هن سوبر لذيذين و they're very open you know what I mean just everything I was telling them and they and they're smart guys so they didn't they were accepting what I was telling them and the beautiful thing is that I gave them the freedom to do the script what they wanted to make it theirs you know so they're the ones who made it human I feel and أنا أعطيهم الجملة بس هن يقولوها بطريقتهم كل واحد يقول الجملة بطريقته وهيدا أحلى شيء ما لقيت أنا بالفيلم كان كاريرو هو عم بيعبر عن حاله بطريقته Mm-hmm. Um, well, I noticed that the characters, the characters in real life, and some of them have, um, for example, if the professions that they want to be in the movie, they have the professions in real life. So would you say the characters um, uh, are inspired by um, the real life actors? Absolutely. I after I the actors, I adjusted the script to to certain you know, for Jean Paul, in the film, he was a prisoner. He was in life you know. And so, like, and Dankura, really, his dad drives a truck. You know what I mean? So, in a tears of battle, the life of the young people, 
بس حطيتها بالسكريبت لانه كان قبالي هالفيلم يكون حقيقي حقيقي as possible the only way I feel like people can relate to it is if it's absolutely you know a representation of so uh, so Hexar oh, that's why there's so much uh, of their lives in, in the actual film um, so تنحكيش كمان شوي عن production when you say you know the movie costs you zero dimes um كيف يعني exactly كل الكرو volunteered to make this project Karan I will leave it to you to answer this yeah Um, so when we fell in love with the script, we knew that we want to do it and we knew that we have a lot of friends in the film industry in Lebanon and friends that are seniors who are working in international and European films around the world. So all we had to do is send them an NDA, make them read the script and they automatically replied by do this. And um, while, while everybody was getting on board, everything else started falling into place. يعني بدنا نصور بالبترون جاء أتر بالبترون عطانا الستيت تبع كل الكرو no charge. بعدين فجأة حدا عطانا الهارد ديسك we load the rushes and then um, breakfast, lunch and dinner in the best places in Lebanon were just given to us and هيك automatically things started falling into place and then so far sounds ببيروت uh, um, dedicated a night for us and all the money we actually made which is بيضحك with the amount يعني قدرنا uh, نجيب فيه الاكسترا the, the, the people you see on the bus and I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about since you watched it so mm-hmm. the The film really did not cost us anything. We did win two funds, one of which is stuck, like is stuck in the bank, obviously. So it's not really a fund that we can, we used. Um, and the other fund, خلصنا حالنا بال بال editing, بال grading, بال sound production process. So everything here started falling into place. So this is what I we mean by zero dimes. يعني zero dimes. وحتى the festivals at some point due to COVID, uh, they used to invite the whole crew. هلا they invite the director uh, minus. So so هيدا عمل كتير ب energy and love and sweat more than. How, the, the, like real money paper. This is exactly how this film happened. Mm-hmm. I would like to add uh, something yes. that said. So the, the amount that we were able to have that we used in the post-production, which is a total of like 15K, I mean, you know how films happen and you know the huge amount of money that you need to produce such a thing. So, uh, I mean, we're very thankful, we're very thankful, even if it's a small amount, that we were able to finish the post-production with that. But uh, but because we are very dedicated people and we believe in the industry and we believe that we are one of the best in the region, we are very keen on paying everyone back their worth because we know every person that worked on this film has the right to be paid the amount that they would have been paid if they were working on a film in France or in Germany or anywhere else in the world. We don't believe in the injustice that we live in in terms of uh, uh, cinema industry. So that's why we are very keen on trying as much as possible to ask people to go to the theaters, to watch the film, to buy it online, because we want to have uh, a fair pay for everyone because, I mean, we all deserve it, no? Yes, of course, of course. Um, it's amazing, Sarah, to see يعني, how uh, how many people believed in the message of the film. And yes. you guys, and يعني, they, they deserve uh, um, the recognition and they deserve to be able to do this movie. So definitely. Um, 
the movie Kamena got international recognition before um, getting launched uh, in Lebanese cinema. Um, so, كيف كيف كان كثير سبيسيال لانه اوكي نحن اكيد عملنا الفيلم ونحن قدمنا على البرلين فيلم فيستيفال بتعرف انه يوجلي وكل افتر وي جارين ايفري واز اسكينج اس مين بتعرفه كيف 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 فتته لانه ما بنعرف حدا قدمنا الفيلم وذي واتشد ات ذي لافد ات اند ذي اكسبتد ات يو نو اند ذات واز ذا بيوتيفول ثينج ذاتس كايند اوف لايك ذا ميراكل اوف ذا هول ثينج ذات وي جوت انتو ذا بيجست فيستيفالز ان ذا وورلد اوت اوف ا فيري وذ ا فيري سمول فيلم اوت اوف لبنان And after that happened, everything like that opened the doors to everything else. We started getting invited to all the other film festivals in the world, like the big film festivals. And uh, it was so beautiful that uh, what was so beautiful is that we we started and you, it's it's you, when you when you first because Berlin happened and it was COVID. Okay, so we didn't get to see the audience reaction. It was online. Mm-hmm. Then we went to the first festival and there was the audience watching the film. And we got to see the reaction of the people. It was in Poland. That was the first live festival, and we actually won the audience award in that festival. It was incredible to see, like, just because I thought, you know, people in Lebanon are going to really relate to the film, you know, because it tackles so much of the shit that we go through. But then when you see that the film is so universal and there are so many people who relate to the film, that makes it so beautiful, you know, and that makes all the effort worth it. Because after Poland and after winning the audience award, we went from. and then the reaction was the same every single time it was just incredible people were reacting to the film uh, it was people were telling us the film made them feel less alone that uh, it helped them they were thanking us so much you know uh, it's a beautiful thing to like just didn't just reach audiences where you're from but it reached audiences all over the world وأكيد قررتوا أنه تو لانش ذا موفي إن لبنيس سينماز قطع لأن رقابة سو كيف كانت رياكشن تبعون وأيد لايك تو نوت أنه ذا موفي ما فيه نيوديتي بس إتس جاست أنه ذا توبيك إز بعده أنفورشنتلي شوي تابو إن أور سوسايتي سو كيف كانت الرياكشن أو الإكسبيرينس مع الرقابة بس احنا اول شيء نحن اه انا انا كنت عم انا كان بدي هالفيلم يوصل على السينما بلبنان ولا مره كان انه بدي اعمل فيلم وينمنع فهمت قصدي لا انا بدي اعمل فيلم للناس تحضره واي نيو تو دو ذات يو هاف تو بلاي بتوين ذا باوندريز ذات ذي سيت فور يو سو وين اي روت ذا سكريبت اي كايند اوف نيو ذات ذير از لوت اوف ثينجز ذات ذي وودنت ليت باس سو اي ديدنت انكلود ذيم اند ذا فيرست تايم اي مين وي هو بدك تقطع السكريبت على رقابه قبل ما تقطع الفيلم سو قطعنا سكريبت وفي كذا شغله شلنا اياها وشلناهم وصورنا الاساس شو خلونا نصور من امن وعم سو ذن بس قطع الاذن اذن العرض اكشلي ذا رياكشن امن وعم واز اميزنج بيكوز ذي لافد ذا فيلم ذي لافد ذا فيلم اند سيد ذس فيلم شود ديزيرفز تو وين اووردز اول اوفر ذا وورلد سو ات واز اكشلي فيري انكريدبل تو هير ذا رياكشن اوف امن وعم اي ثينك بيكوز اتس مان هو جادج ذا سكريبت اند ذي وير لايك سوبر هابي اون ذير بيهاف يو نو سمبدي از بين ايبل تو بول Uh, what they've been through, so so yeah. It, it, honestly, we thought it would be harder. So, Camino, uh, I noticed that in the movie um, there are many beach scenes. Hatta bil script, kthir bin haka on water and the beach and swimming. Um, so, what does? Uh, 
the water or the beach symbolize uh, in the movie? هذا السؤال له اكثر من انه انا كثير حابه اعرف الانسر اكيد اكيد سو هو يعني انا ذات ثينج واز فيري امبورتنت فور مي من الاول لانه سو نحن بلبنان انه هو بلد وانا بالبترون سو عايش دغري حد البحر وانا ربيان هون سو انا كل حياتي ربيان حد البحر which is this beautiful openness and you feel like it's absolute freedom when you look at the sea but at the same time the society you're living in is so and so suffocating so that was so difficult uh, for me to accept growing up you know and like this kind of contradiction between the sea and the society so that's why the bahar is so important for me because in I, I, I used to grow up and has I'm you know I'm bigger so so in the film Um, so, بما uh, إنه a movie's message is always uh, open to interpre- interpretation, حابة هيك كل واحد منكم يقلي what uh, what the movie um, represents to him or her, or um, what's the message اللي برأيه إنه المفي عم بيوصل للaudience. Okay, I will start. Heck, they don't steal my answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do, and then I'll have to think a lot. Well, I know what I like the most about this film, which also answers the previous question you asked, George, was having the sea uh, throughout the whole film, which implies that we are all in this together. As human beings, whether Lebanese or whether... So we're all going through a lot and uh, we might not know when we're looking at someone what he's, he's been through. So we might as well just take it easy on ourselves and on other people and just not judge. You know, I think this film's biggest message is to accept love and not judge because, I mean, life is already too difficult. I go, I go, I go, I go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Anna, it's it's what triggered what what I was triggered by the film. It wasn't a certain situation or a scene. It was more of a sentence. I think Christelle and George know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. لما شباب يكونوا بالتراك وإتيان بيقول جملة تبع كل يوم ما في الصبح من نزل إجران على الأرض من البوس بتلت لكلونه من مسجد. Uh, I related at some point, especially being a producer in the field. في عندك محل من المحلات بدك تمسلين كان بتحبي حدا أو بدك من حدا مصاري أو whatever it is أو أيام حدا زعجك وما بدك تقوليله أو شو ما كان. So uh, one, I got a clown face tattoo on my hand, and uh, two, um, it's been eight months. وعد حاله إنه أنا ما بقى بمسل and I voice out everything I feel and I feel terrific. And I love it, and I really wish this upon everyone. لأنه ما معك بلا عم تصير في وقت تمسلة وعم تصير في إنرجية على الفاضة. بس تقولي شو عبالك بحبوك أكتر لحواليك ولا وقتيش تعرف مين ما عبال ويحيديك تكوني حواليه. So this is exactly what uh, what the film gave me. Mm-hmm. I wish I had your courage, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Yeah, for me, so I. So like this, I wish also Lynn that you have this courage because like that's kind of the which which will bring me to what the film is for me 
the film talks a lot about life, but it also talks a lot about death. And that's the thing, you know, that we're all going to die. And we forget that. Uh, and that's for me, is the saddest thing in the world because we live our lives wearing a mask. And it's so difficult to live this way because uh, you can't really be who you are when you're wearing that mask. And I mean, it's such a precious gift we're given this time we have on this earth. And to, uh, to just kind of waste it by, by constantly living uh, a lie, you know, not being true to ourselves, not being true to others. Because how can you be true to others if you're not true to yourself? And for me, it's just like, that's it. So we're all going to die. So why not just, you know, live comfortably, happily, okay with who you are, what you've been given, and just love one another and respect one another, one, each other, as, as cliche as that might sound. But that's kind of the truth of, of it for me. So I'm going to somebody movie. Listen, I'm not living. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Lean into what into Shukana, your favorite part, or what did you pick up from it? Um, hello, it's so hard to pick one part <laughs> from the movie, but um, uh, I really liked what Takena Mihkian. Wait a second. What uh, the, the girl was talking about um, her sister and like um, the whole uh, experience and what got her into where um, she is now. Um, because I personally um, related to it in terms of, you know, it's, you know, who supports you in life and and even though sometimes um, you lose it, you still find it in other people. Um, uh, so yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I like that. Fair cool. enough. Fair enough. I like it. Yeah. Um, I like that there are four in the world and everyone loves it. Exactly. Um, so, George, as a director, what's, what's your next project? Uh, what's next for you? So I'm currently writing my next film, uh, and should I tell you what it's about? Yes, of course. <laughs> okay, so it's about uh, uh, it's about during the Civil War. Uh, don't worry, don't panic. <laughs> it's not about the war. Uh, but during the Civil War, uh, there was a house called Bed Beirut where uh, where snipers from the Christian militia used to reside. After the war finished. They went and people went inside that house and they found writings on the walls. Some really messed up shit like in hell and my soul will fly away in a minute. Mm -hmm. uh, and one of the things they found was, uh, was this line. Uh, if my love for Gilbert is a crime, then let history show that, that I am a very dangerous criminal. And when someone told me the story and someone told me that line, I just, I mean, I just couldn't stop thinking about it, like about these two men who, who, fe who fell in love in this situation, you know, uh, in this house, having to kill, kill other people uh, in order, and that's the only way they can stay together is, is if they keep killing people because that's the only way to stay in the house is to do that job of, of, of sniping. And I just kept imagining the lives of these two men and how special that relationship must have been in those times and that's kind of in a nutshell my next film uh okay honestly can't wait to see <laughs> your next uh, movie 
it gets heavier by the day with George. I mean, yeah. you think yeah. the first topic is the heaviest, and then you go to another <laughs> one, it's like even heavier. <laughs> um, so, Ren and Christelle, um, Kamina's same question goes for you. What's next for um, Beyonce production? It should be a big, um, exciting project that's coming soon. As, as a company, Ren and I both, uh, we keep online producing throughout the whole year any project that we have, that we like. But uh, honestly, and especially after we've done Death of a Virgin, when you do a project as an executive producer with the energy that, um, uh, I mean, how can I say it? With an energy that's... Dun-dun-dun! <laughs> Okay, so Ren and I, uh, throughout the whole year, we keep line producing projects that come. I mean, we exist. We've already done something for Netflix. We've already done something else for Shahad. So we're always working. But the thing is that we are looking for projects that are genuine, as genuine as Death of a Virgin. Because we don't want to do projects and be the producers of just another Lebanese film that... Uh, uh, maybe forgotten or just few people watch. We want to have, we want to produce film, films that are genuine and impactful. This is what we're looking for. And uh, the, the whole idea, this is why we keep on telling the story behind how this film was done. If you have something genuine to say and you don't have the money for it and you don't know what to do to be able to uh, bring it to life, just don't be scared. I mean, as long as you have something genuine to say, you have to find the right people around you to help you put this thing uh, on a table and actually be able to do it. So uh, we're definitely waiting for George to hurry up on his second film because I mean, the energy working on this film was amazing, but uh, we have uh, three other projects with Lebanese coming directors that are also very promising that uh, we are currently hoping to get the funds for because it's not uh, honestly a very easy um, trip. It's not a walk in the park anyway, especially when it comes to the Lebanese cinema. And that's something that, that I don't want to highlight on, but because I was blessed and we were lucky enough and with the dedication and all the energies put together, we made this film. But it's been tough. It's been tough on all levels. Even if you get the money, it's very hard to cash it out from any source or any way. So um, having having said, having what Christelle said, that we have some things that we're looking into or quoting or looking for funds for, um, we might get lucky and we might not, but um, but I feel I feel like we're we're lucky somewhere. So I'd rather focus on that, um, and we'll never. I don't think we'll stop making um, human, impactful, genuine films. And I think that's exactly what this film gave us, and it resonates well. We just want to do films that speak something, speak um, speak other people's voices, mentality, emotions. People will feel less alone, less judged. People still call us till today after the avant premiere and be like, I'm this guy still with me. Um, does he really do this? And people live there, the stories George wrote, and those are the kind of stories we want to keep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to wish you good luck, guys, on all your future projects, Anjad. I can't wait um, to, to see um, you work. Um, thank Merci. you, thank Merci. you really for being on this podcast. Thank um, you. You, thank you, want, 
you wanted to you wanted this film to be the indie film of the generation and i personally think that you and the whole team um, succeeded in making it so uh, death of a virgin is now uh, in all lebanese cinemas on itunes google play and osn you don't want to miss it um thank you all for tuning into beirut buzz this podcast is brought to you by beirut.com and is available on all streaming platforms including our youtube channel at beirut videos so make sure to subscribe for more and i'll see you next week Merci. Ciao, thank you. thanks lynn